we'll get this out there. What future whale, I appreciate you being the audience waiting so patiently. up y'all welcome up merry christmas apologize for how slow i am right now with everything i've just been running around right now crazy busy i think we all feel that good morning Claire. gm Sorry, I, I got a cut off there by a call from Amazon Delivery. So, hey, Rooster, I'm curious, is it below zero right now in Denver? Uh, no, we actually just reached our uh, high for the last 40 hours or so, and it's a solid two degrees. So, oh no, it's up oh, now. Oh, shoot. Oh, we're at six, eight. That's shorts and t shirt weather right there. Yeah. No, it was cold. I haven't been in negative double digits before. It was uh, it was cold. Well, dude, if it's two degrees out there, that's negative for sure as far as uh, um, wind chill and stuff is concerned. Oh, yeah. Wind chill got up to like negative 45, negative 50 at night. That's insane, man. Oh, I'm about to tweet out here in a second as soon as I get set up i'm going to tweet out a giveaway for today's space let's go like it's been too long since i've done one during a space so we will give away some stonks get that going um big bull bull welcome back man it's been a minute since we've had you had the privilege of having you on stage how's it going sir uh going well my friend it's been a pretty busy with me in the business and the christmas christmas season so uh we finally clued up for the year, so it's nice to to be able to relax. I just uh, – uh, my dog and I drove to my hometown, which is about a nine-hour drive across my province, so uh, we're just kind of kicking it on the couch today. Love it, man. Love it. Um, nine-hour drive, dude, that is insane. How is it up there right now? I'm assuming, you know, if it's this cold in the States, then it's got to be even colder up where you are. Yeah, it's it's not too bad here today. It's um, uh, you know I'm uh, on the island of Newfoundland, so it's uh, it's it's a massive massive landmass. So uh, the the temperatures kind of you kind of get all the different seasons at different parts of the island. So uh, here it's minus two or minus three Celsius. So you know just a little bit of snow covering the ground. But uh, when I left the capital to come to come home, it was uh, probably plus six or plus seven. Just rain. Uh, dreary, dreary out. So, uh, but it's, it'll it is actually nice to have a little bit of a white Christmas. Love to hear it, man. No, like believe it or not, I worked with some newfies, and you know, I'm surprised that it's that warm up there right now. Like, yeah, the, they really... they always just would complain this <laughs> thing about they love the fact that they were able to move away from Newfoundland because they were like, man, Newfoundland, especially this time of the year, they just said is dreary. Yeah, it uh, certainly in the capital. It's uh, you know I haven't seen the sun in like three weeks in the capital. Um, uh, you know I mean just rain and fog and rain and sleet and rain. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, climate change is actually like it's really kind of shagging up our weather. Like we haven't really seen, haven't gotten like hard winters in the capital uh, uh, over the last number of years. And 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 you know when it does snow, it's it's like of snow and then it goes away in a couple days so it's it's pretty wild actually it's compared to what i was used to when i was a kid it's good that uh, you worked with some news it's uh they they love to complain and they love to drink you know i mean that's two uh <laughs> two endearing qualities of them <laughs> i'll say this you know like my friends from nova scotia though were I, I feel like a little bit more on the you know like newfies seem more refined than everybody that i met from nova scotia <laughs> <laughs> uh well 
it's uh, we don't usually hear that uh, that often. So it's uh, it's it's that's pretty funny to to, to hear that over the uh, our crew from Nova Scotia. It's a, I would imagine that you probably ran into the oil and gas. Uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like these are all oil and gas people from back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tons. Uh, yeah, we had we we cranked them out by the thousands. Like we're a small little province population wise, but we cranked them out by the thousands. Uh, that's kind of like our. That's the thing that's keeping this economy afloat, anyway. Love it, man. We'll love having you up here. Really appreciate it. Um, BTC Art, welcome up on stage, sir. How's it going? It's going well. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, dude. It's good to uh, hear Bold Bull speaking. Need to need to take you out in a poker tournament here sooner than later. <laughs> gotten more stonks from this guy beating him in poker than i think i've even bought which is amazing hey for those of you who have not seen pick god's giveaway by the way make sure to give that a retweet up at the top do that right now for a chance to win a free stonk he is being generous enough to give away one of his own um to somebody that retweets that here by christmas day so make sure give it a retweet give him a follow while you're at it Let's go pick God. Hey, thanks for having me up. I think I know about everybody in the room. Appreciate you guys. I'm so grateful for the stonks, for you, Kaleo, everybody. Love and light and, uh, yeah, happy holidays. I'm going to step down and listen to you guys yap on. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming up. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. Um, and yeah, enjoy the weekend, brother. Will do. Bye. All right. The block chainer. I don't think we've had you up on stage before. How's it going, sir? Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, what's up? So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the block chainer. Yeah. I've been following you, um, under another name. Uh, that's my like main, uh, main focus right now is bringing, uh, uh nft music and all that stuff but yeah uh, I, i've just seen the the space uh up uh, on twitter and and uh i decided that i will join a bit and uh yeah the your tweet are, 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 are always great and uh keeping the like the vision clear through uh, emotion i would say that hey well i appreciate that man that but uh you know, it means a lot. Love to hear it whenever anything, you know, that we say or do helps others. So um, appreciate having you up here. Yeah. Also, it's been since um, I think it's uh, so I was in crypto in like November, December uh, 2018. And it was shortly after that I, I, I followed uh, I followed you um yeah, it must have been like in 2019, when when yeah we were so so few in it, uh, believing it, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just focusing on where where we are on the on the on the on the cycle. Uh, are we like uh, December 2018? Are we just before? Uh, yeah, I'm mainly focused on that and 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 uh, like building my brand and. Uh, bringing music so what is what is your passion as far as you know music nfts like do you have anything right now that's on your list anything that you're working on anything that you're building i know that the guys in room 110 recently had a project up there that they were big on um, rooster can probably speak a little bit more to that well the thing is i crashed um so hard during this bear market it was my first like uh bear market so I, I was like um, searching on on I'm French and I was searching on the internet about um, the, the the market Bitcoin and all that stuff. Uh, I then research uh, more about BTC. Yeah, end of uh, at the end of 2018 when Bitcoin was uh, at 3,000. Uh, learned um, how how the money uh, works. Uh, how they printed so much money that. The, because of that there's lots of uh, inflation um, I knew it was coming like 
this inflation uh, that we are seeing today. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I was working at the factory and uh, I snagged up like two B- two full BTC, and yeah, I'm still holding. So I didn't sell at the top uh, because I was yeah too emotionally how we say um well uh in if i can say that yeah in 2018 it was so there was nobody and like in 2021 there was so much people all the brands all that stuff so i get uh, i got too hyped um and i got emotionally attached so yeah i'd uh, had to take a big big uh uh, not loss but uh, in my mind and uh, yeah I'm gonna try to make it back and uh, and just this time enjoy it more and uh, and doing like all uh, some project and all that stuff love it man love it well glad to have you up here love hearing about the journey no it's different for everybody I know there are a lot of other people in that same boat back in 2018. I know I was there, man, where the funny thing was the oil and gas company that I worked with, I got a lot of shit 2018, you know, early 2019 about having any conviction with Bitcoin. And a big idea of mine back then, and, you know, I'd show the economics, some plans for how to implement it was, for instance, flare gas mining. Everybody was opposed to it. They just laughed it off. And it's only taken a few years. And it's become almost an industry standard at this point. So it just shows you, you know, there are points throughout this cycle and throughout the growth and adoption of this space where people are going to laugh at you. And it's only because the idea behind everything that we're doing right now, the understanding that we have for it, it just hasn't clicked for the average person. And a lot of the time it doesn't click until it's something that's normal, right? You know, whenever you are somebody that's bold and kind of stepping outside of the norm, you're going to get that type of feedback. So, you know, it's 100% part of it. I'm curious, anybody on stage, we've got Christmas around the corner this weekend. How is it having conversations about crypto, NFTs, whatever, with your family? What does that look like for y'all? Uh, each holiday season? Uh, personally, I mean, my family knows it's coming. Uh, I won't be around family this uh, season, though, because I'll be in Denver. Um, but, yeah, no, I've been in uh, crypto for quite some time and trying to onboard the family members for years upon years. Um so they know it's coming. Some of them have actually uh, dipped their toes in and have gotten some exposure as well uh, during like peak bull run. Uh, <laughs> this past bull run, even my mom like sent me some money and was like, "Put this into crypto. I don't care what happens." <laughs> so I uh, should have known that was the top. Um, but yeah, no, they know it's coming. I don't think. I mean, they can't really give me too much crap because. I've been also slightly profitable in this bear market as well, so especially with the trading the pictures, so it's been been working out all right. Oh yeah, man, you you've absolutely been killing it, <laughs> uh, and a lot of people that have had conviction to just continue buying JPEGs the past several months are doing really well. Pick God, how about yourself, man? I want to hear the voice of the legend himself that just completed the sweep the other day of the stonks. Love to see it. And now, you know, like I said earlier, you're doing a giveaway yourself. Um, what is behind the inspiration and the conviction, man? We'd love to hear you. Yeah, what's up, guys? I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm just driving home from work right now. The weather's a little shitty, but... Uh, the inspiration for the giveaway, man, I got to give a huge shout out to Lumber, who I know is in the space. Um, a while ago, I went back and actually looked at like the TX between when Lumber actually bought Stonk uh, 754. I was watching it for a pretty long time, and the original seller was just slowly lowering the price. I know I hit up some people in the Discord and was asking, you know, if they could find me the seller. I had like 0.3 ETH in my wallet. 
Uh, I think the guy originally posted it around like 0.4, brought it down to like 0.35, brought it down to 0.33. And I was sitting there. I'm like, dude, I'm just a couple days away from being able to pick up this stock. And, and to me, you know, I think that's my favorite stock in the entire collection. You know, that's my grail. Um, if I were to be able to pick any one that I'd really want. So I hit up Lumber yesterday, seeing if there was any way we could work out a possible trade for the stock. Um, he did make me an offer, but it was for my only frog. And I really couldn't just part ways with it, especially with the way, you know, the floor prices moved. I was like, damn, I, I thought I picked up a pretty good one. So, you know, I, I let him know I, I couldn't do it, but to check out my uh, wallet and see if he liked anything else. And, you know, he, he just DM me back. He's like, oh, Merry Christmas, man. I, I just sent it over. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe that happened. So we were talking for a little bit last night. And then I was like, you know, I, I got to give out a stock for the Christmas season, you know, just because lumber was so gracious, you know, so I really appreciate it, man. And you know, I'm probably going to hopefully continue to sweep some stocks if, if uh, the floor stays like this for quite some time. That's the plan, man. I got a lot of conviction in the, in the people involved in the project and especially you too, Kaleo. You know, uh, I'm not necessarily worried about the floor price for the projects. You know, good things will come in, in due time. Love to hear it, man. Love to hear it. Well, just wanted you to know how much we appreciate you as well. So I'm curious, Pick God. What does your family have to say about everything, about your obsession? Not obsession, you know, your, your, your collection for NFTs, your belief in that space, and, you know, everything with your involvement in crypto also. Are they also DGENs or right, do they not um, understand? So just a little bit of background on myself. Like, my, I'm a, I'm a first-gen immigrant, basically. So my parents came from India in, like, 1990 to the States. Um, so they've been here for, like, 30, a little over 30 years. My dad was like a workhorse and my parents are also very frugal people. So they, they did really not spend extra money anywhere. You know, they saved it up. So my dad's actually gearing up for retirement here and he has plans of basically like splitting half the time in India, half the time here. So uh, he is a believer in crypto, but given like his current risk appetite, you know, he's not necessarily super interested in investing in it. At least he wasn't during the last bull run. I, don't, I think it would be possible for me to convince him, um, you know, to probably put a little bit of money in here at cycle lows and hold a bag for a little bit. Um, my mom, like I tell her, <laughs> I was literally like showing her the little pudgies and I was like, yeah, mom, like I spent like three or 400 bucks on this. And she, she kind of thinks I'm a little crazy, but that's how I've always been. So she's not really worried about it, you know, and I, I've been tr talking to a lot of my friends and I let them know, you know, I'm accumulating and I, I think it's a good idea. And I, you know, I don't want you guys to miss out. Some people see the vision, some don't, you know, I was talking to one of my buddies last night about, about it. And he was a macro doomer. And I was like, come on, man. Like, yes, this macro is not great, but it probably won't last forever. So, but I got some in real life friends who are, are pretty into crypto. I mean, me and a couple of guys have been into it for a decent amount of time. Um, you know, we got, I think we both found out, me and one of my best friends both found out about BTC when we were in high school and we bought some back then. And that was like 2016-ish. Um, but, you know, I, there's ups and downs in this space. And I think that uh, the longer you stick around, the more easily uh, it is to realize that. And it's just a part of crypto, you know, at, at some point when it hits its growth potential, you know, I'm sure it'll level out and the volatility will uh, really decrease. But for now, I'm here for it. Love that, man. And, you know, everything about the, you know, e even the giveaway, I, I didn't even realize the full story about like the deal with the giveaway for how you ended up acquiring that stock either that happened last night. Like, that's so cool, too. I think it speaks volume to, you know, the character of the people in this community. Yeah, 100 percent, man. I Like I said, I, I sent a message out to everyone in the Discord last night. Like, like the big reason why I, I minted, you know, I wasn't an NFT holder in, until, you know, you offered the free mint. And the number one reason why I did it is because, like, out of all the big CT accounts, I find you to be, like, one of the most genuine and, and sincere. And, you know, I can't 
thank you. And I'm sure this is, I don't think you hear it enough, but I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way, but you know, you being active during this bear market is huge. You know, I, I'm sure you like guys like you and Fantoshi, you, you know, have been giving out alpha, helping people figure out a way to survive and, you know, understand that, yes, this part of the cycle does suck, but it's not going to last forever. If you have conviction, you stick around, you want to learn. So I, I want to say thank you to you, man. I, you know, I think a lot of other people feel the same way, like I said. Um, and plus, you're a great trader. And, I, and I, I tweeted that out in that tweet where I said I swept. You know, literally since I joined CT, my bio has read, like, I like looking at your charts. I don't do a lot of charting myself, but, like, I, I love when you post charts, especially during the bull run. I was eating that shit up all day. So when you, you know, you create a collection for traders where the art is the chart, you know, it's just like a match made in heaven, basically. I appreciate that, man. You know, it, I, I've said it before, and I really do mean it, that I, I think it's one of those things where there are a lot of people that it does resonate with. And I'm a huge believer in the fact that the way that these cycles work, you get a long period of just flat, Right. And it doesn't take much as far as momentum, both with the broader market, but as well as, you know, from the social side of things, that whenever things do pick up, that projects that have continued to be active, that have communities, that have a presence online that's able to have some type of reach, I think there's value associated with the history and also with the uniqueness. Um, and, and, you know, I think that it's one of those things that in time, like that ends up speaking for itself. So I, I'm a huge believer, like you said, where I'm not focused on the day-to-day -day floor price of anything, because I, I really do believe at the end of the day, what this is doing is it's building a solid foundation of this community that's going to be incredibly strong and not just leaders within the stock community, but, you know, and others as well, where there are going to be these synergies on the other side of things. Like these are the people that are going to be the leaders of the next bull market. Right. And, you know, it really, I think in a sense rewards people that have that longer, stronger conviction that whenever that up ramp does finally begin that, you know, it'll have given a lot of time for people that have high conviction to be able to accumulate. And, and I really think that that in itself is a reward and, you know, as long as you maintain that activity, I really think with the way that NFTs work, it's almost inevitable, right? It's just a matter of slowly getting more people to buy into that vision. And the more people that you have that are prominent that do believe in it, the easier it is for that vision to spread. So I think it's one of those things that, yeah, you know, like the stocks are unique in the fact that they are for traders, right? Like a lot of traders resonate i think with the storyline of being able to look at a picture on the screen looking at the jpeg seeing the price action it's fully generative and it does speak art right like it does resonate with you because i think there are stories from each one of these charts each type of price action that i look back and connect with and i know it's same for other people that are out there so anyway, like, you know, i i have high conviction in the stumps you know obviously i might be a little bit biased but I do think that it's something that in time, man, like there are a lot of other people on here that will as well. Um, and I mean, heck, like everybody knows about the stocks, right? Like that's another thing that's that's kind of crazy, too. When you're talking about recognition as far as projects, recognition versus the actual value of the project itself, I feel like the stocks have as good of recognition as plenty of other projects that are out there. And again, it just goes back to one of those things. A lot of people wait until the floor starts to pick up to a certain thing. For some reason, they can't have enough conviction to buy whenever it's flat, right? They'll wait and they'll buy the three and the four X gladly. But whenever it's flat like this, they won't. So again, going back to like fuel for ignition, for being able to carry some type of momentum, I think everything's there. It's just a matter of time and patience for letting it happen organically. Yeah, man, 100%. I mean, I, I agree with everything you said there. You know, like, especially, you know, when you when you were saying you know, the prominent people in the space who are promoting NFTs, like, I think it's, an, I think you've talked about this before, but 
like I think it's a no brainer that NFTs are probably going to be the easiest way to onboard people into crypto in the future. You know, I think it just makes sense. I know you've talked about that a couple of times and I, I honestly feel that 100 percent. Like even hearing some of the stuff about like Luca from Pudgies talking about, you know, like they're trying to monetize the IP, but they're not necessarily worried about the people who know NFTs right now, but they're worried about the next generation of people who are actually all going to know what it is. You know, the kids who are growing up, maybe like 10, 12, 14, 15 years old right now who really can't invest. But, you know, by the time they they get a little bit older, they're going to actually understand what this shit even is. Yeah, it's like almost like first generation Pokemon cards, right? Like everything's going digital now these days, you know, especially with like the Fortnite skins, um, all that, all these kids, you know, are obsessed with just collecting all Fortnite skins and everything. So, um, yeah, it's all, you know, if you always want to see what the next big thing is, look at what the kids want. And currently it's digital collectibles. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's one of the things. They're they're different. The great part about this space, too, is they're different collections for people geared with different interests, right? Like, not everything has to be branded toward IP of potentially speaking, you know, maybe on the Disney or Pokemon type front where you're looking for a more diverse landscape from kids to adults like Pudgies. You know, I mean, heck, look at the pandas. The pandas are kind of the, I love how um, how Ice Bags put it the other day when we were on the space last week. And he was like, yeah, you know, the way that I see it, the pandas are kind of the D-Gen version of the pudgies, right? Like, you know, we're the cute meme, but we're also all D-Gens. And like, he leans into that strength and it is a strength, right? Not everybody has to have the exact same story and the exact same roadmap, right? Not every project is going to be a gaming project. You know, like there are projects looking back at it still, you know, look at the success of art blocks and several of those projects that have incredible value. You know, a lot of those collections don't have, you know, these massive perks or whatever else they people are in it for the art. Right? Like, there are people that collect things for art. There are people that collect things to be part of DGEN communities, to be part of alpha communities, to be this, that, and the other. Point being, there are collections geared towards certain interests. And, you know, I think that it's just one of those things. Not everybody has to fit the exact same mold. Um, so it's, I, I, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where it, it's taken a while. I think the longer that I've been, involved in the nft space the more that i've kind of opened my eyes toward it but i think it's really you know it's part of the exciting part of being involved in this is that we don't know the exact path and that we're kind of paving it as we go so yeah sorry i've been i i've been just on these long <laughs> um yeah man you know Pickod, are you cool with me tweeting out that story that you shared in the Discord? I know you shared it in the Discord at first. Yeah. Uh, keep it kind of on the DL. Of course, DL, man. But... Of course. As long as Lumber's cool with it. You know, I know he's on the space. So, you know, if he's cool with it, then, yeah, I'm cool with it. Lumber, if you give me a thumbs up, then I will do it. If you do not give me a thumbs up, then it's a no-go. He threw up a hundred symbol a second ago. So I'm okay, that's perfect. That all, that, that's all I need. I'll do it then. Um, let's see. We've got a few. Um, well, speak, speaking about the pandas, real quick though, they just flipped uh, seals, so pretty happy they about did. that. Yeah, Mister, you've been talking about it. You've been you've you've been calling your shot. Arc baby. <laughs> No, I love to see it too. I mean, the pandas, it's, it's another example of just hustle and patience with that. And I love, you know, Rooster, like I love your conviction that you've had for that one for a little while too. Hey guys. What's up, my man. Welcome up on the stage. Absolute legend. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. First time ever talking on something like this. So it's a little nerve wracking, but, um, I couldn't resist sending it to uh, 
pick God. Jeez, he liked it so much. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, that was absolutely a legendary move. And you know the coolest thing is? Can I show you, or I'm going to send it out, I guess, on the, uh, um, oh, excuse me, the general chat in the Discord, but it reminds me of my very first mint. I minted one stonk myself, literally one. It was my one free stonk that I claimed, and it happened to be something that looked incredibly similar. I'm never going to get rid of it. It's stonk number 57. And it has the exact same type of aesthetic. I feel like it's my sister one. I mean, I told them that that was in my top seven stonks. I, you know, I have a hundred plus. That's in my top seven. I remember buying that thing. I, hell, I just started buying these things in June. Um, and uh, it was close to my heart, to tell you the truth. But he loved it so much. How can you not, you know, hell, I had a hundred. Why not give up one? Uh, and, and, you know, Lumber, you've quickly become one of the largest whales. And I say one of because, you know, you got a little bit of work to do to catch up to me still. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But, you know, and, and like you said, you've just gotten plugged in in June. So realistically, man, you've kind of been here. The coolest thing about me and seeing how you've developed into that is the fact that you have just been patiently acquiring throughout this entire base period, right? You've had the opportunity to just slowly stack within this. I would love to hear what was it that initially attracted you to the stocks in the first place? How did you hear it? Where did you get the initial spark of, man, this is something that really resonates with me? I mean, good question. Not, not quite sure how I started doing this. Um, uh, very new to crypto hadn't you know can't so pissed at myself for not being in sooner but uh, my brother uh who's in business had a controller who's into crypto and he was buying Dave, my brother dave just avax stock. he was a he's a validator for avax um avalanche and uh you know and so i kind of got started looking at that and then wondering what the hell nfts were and then um i'm not sure how i came across the wonky stonks but i think just the different gradients and colors and um just <clears throat> i think they're quite beautiful myself and i just you know bought that first one and it's not like it's a huge amount of money to be spending i mean i did spend a you know it, it's racked up now for sure. Um, but uh, I, you know, just, just coming across the different ones, I guess, just, uh, you know, seeing a different one here or there and, you know, buying it. Uh, um, you know, I, I pick through them. I have a, you know, I have my own way of going about, finding which ones I like and it's changed over time and um and uh you know just hearing you guys talk about them and uh it's you know I'm gonna keep continuing to do it I think uh, I'm a photographer by you know that's what I it's not how I make my money um but that's what I've done for 35 plus years I'm 52 um and I do the old Ansel Adams style photographs with the hood over the, the, you know, the view camera. And, um, these things just fit into my view for some reason. It's hard to explain. I love it, man. I love it. You know, it, it's one of those things that I, I, I think again, you know, it's, finding something that resonates with you and being able to have that conviction to, you know, continue on with it. I'm, I'm curious though, what is it? You said you, it's kind of evolved for you over time for what you look for and what you value in it. Can you share any alpha right now for what type of stocks that you're looking at as far as, you know, accumulating kind of what your strategy is right now? Well, he's the one who just bought the two most recent guppies. So, and, you know, it, it could be starting there. 
You know, the um, and I think I tweeted, I, I'm getting more bold, I guess, and starting to tweet more. And I feel like an idiot when I do it. God, I, I'm right now. I got my wonky stonks hat on. My kids don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, my wife, I'm not even telling her I'm really doing this shit. She's so scared of crypto. Uh, I just convinced my my partners to buy crypto. And so we started buying some. Um Granted, it was much higher when I was by, and then this FTX happened, and they called me. And they said they're so scared. They said we're out. So fucking that happened. Um, and then to get back to your actual question, uh, you know, what was it again? <laughs> <laughs> Just what you were looking at right now, as far as like what type of trades, what your current strategy with accumulating the stocks is. What are you? If you can share that alpha, you know. If not, I completely get it. If you want to, oh know, shit, keep no, that to I yourself. mean, what do I know, right? I mean. I'm looking uh, recently I've started buying ones that go, you know, that are past 21, 22. I want ones that say 29 or, you know, the years go on. So like in 10 years, it's the guy can look at a chart and say, oh, it's we still got five more years on this chart. Does it mean anything? Probably not. I don't I don't know. Um, and then just the color gradients, you know, I, I like looking at these like 12 or 15 together and you know i think they're beautiful that way and i've printed a shitload of them out on my computer um and my my major coup is what i'm trying to do is my friend just uh is the president down here of ubs and he is he is so anti-crypto it's like crazy but i'm full crypto and so I get to, he just redid his office. And so now I'm the one who gets to go put photos in it. Well, I'm printing out four of these wonky stonks, huge, like 45 inches by 45 inches. He has this giant wall. I'm not telling him what they are right now. And they're all bullish. And they all go into the future. And then I write on them myself, like UBS bull run, let's go or something. You know, I think that's what I have on this one. And I'm going to put him in the office so these people can see them in his office. I mean, these people, these traders need to see these things. I mean, it's like, how can you not collect these charts if you're a trader? That's what I'm not getting. Um, and uh, and so I'm going to be doing that coming up, hopefully. I mean, uh, and so I'm looking and that and those I'm into pop art and stuff like that. So. I've got a red one, a yellow one, a blue one, and a green one. Those four are going in his office. They're all bullish. How can he not think those things are incredible? This size, printed huge. Um, so that's one thing I'm doing. And then I just, you know, I like that you, you, you own the rights. You own this thing. You can do what you want with it. Um, that's intriguing to me. Um, and so... If it doesn't go anywhere, that's fine. I still like them. I mean, they're a hundred bucks. I mean, shit, and ETH is down now. I think ETH is going lower. Maybe, maybe not. But eventually, I think it's going to go up, though. And, uh, you know, I'm here to make money, too, for sure. Um, that's kind of what I'm doing with these things so far. And, you know, I go, I go through OpenSea, and I look through them, and I'm scrolling through hundreds and hundreds of these things. And if something clicks in my brain, I, if I can, I pull the trigger. I love it, man. Well, Hey, thanks for joining us on stage too. Great to hear your voice. Always great having new people joining up on stage. I know it's kind of intimidating a little bit at first, but then you realize as soon as you get up here, you're just having a normal conversation with like a few guys, <laughs> right? Like, and it's a great way to be able to kind of plug in and connect with people a little bit deeper in the community, um, too. And also, you know, like that story right there is really cool, you know, and I think it brought me a lot of value hearing it from your perspective. Um, and I'm sure it did for a lot of the people that are in the audience as well. I mean, when I hear you guys talk, that's why I get inspiration, you know, so if we can 
inspire one another, what else, you know, what more can you do, I guess? I, I mean, you know? Amen, brother. Well, we've got, okay, the Blockchainer X up on stage with his hand up. Sir, what is going on? Yeah, no, I just wanted to, uh, yeah, I have to go. So I just wanted to say a uh, uh, little message. And uh, yeah, the spaces are super cool. Uh, we can interact. Everybody is, we all have uh, different age, uh, ethnicity and all that stuff. And we all, uh, we all get on with the NFT, the chart. And yeah, it's super cool to be in this position. Uh, I believe we... If we stick to it, we all, uh, well, most most of us are, are going to make it. And, uh, yeah, I've just seen, seen the NFT chart, and I think I'm going to buy um, some. So, yeah, it's a cool, uh, cool way to to get the, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's art. So, art has no, no limits. So, hey, let's go. Let's go, man. Well, welcome to the Stonk Unity. Thanks again for joining us. We uh, we try to do these spaces every single Friday. If it doesn't happen on a Friday, then it'll happen, you know, one of the days around the Friday. But we do these spaces every single week just as a way to connect with the community, reach out, and, um, you know, be able to, I, I guess, share the vibes. Like the original roadmap behind the project is we vibe and then we vibe harder. And, it's because I think the real key of this is that, you know, believing that the stonks and the charts are art, right? And I feel like roadmaps can easily set people up for the expectation of failure. Whenever you set certain milestones, a lot of the time people will grow visions of grandeur that I don't think are always realistic. And it's easy to let people down on that. And I think that if you grow a community based solely on the art, it's a lot easier to over deliver than it is on anything that, you know, you're starting to build this foundation on what the other objectives are. It's a lot more difficult to keep that going. So, you know, my true intent with this is I, I want the stock community to be a community of art collectors, right? And I, you know, I think there's alpha and value in that. And I think that it's something that, again, you know, with enough time, there are plenty of people that resonate with that vision. And, you know, when the time is right, like, you know, that, <laughs> what, I, who knows what the trigger or what the momentum is, but I, you know, I believe there are enough catalysts out there that it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. And that's just me, you know, kind of like what, uh, what Bags always say, says on the, uh, the Panda side of things, like that's me calling my own shot at the end of the day. And, you know, it's also calling y'all shots as well. I was going to say, I'm sure it's all not betting against it. So, uh, yeah, I've also been sacking my, my fair share. Mr. Newland, did you, uh, did you get to complete your tax loss harvest? <laughs> I, uh, I have not yet. I decided I'm going to prolong selling a little bit longer. Um, but I figured I was on my auto hopped onto this account. So I figured you start seeing my face a little bit more regularly. Get to know me. One thing I was wondering is, what is your opinion on the relation to percent of NFTs listed and the floor price on like OpenSea or something? You know, I think that's one of those things where it's an easier metric of potential liquidity, right? You know, if you're looking at an order book, it's, I guess, a similar concept to an order book where you just don't necessarily see as much on the bid side. I mean, you kind of do because you've got your collection offers with the wheat, you know, the wheat offers. But I, I think that's literally just order book depth at the end of the day. You know, if you want to simpl simplify it, and the thing about order book depth is, depending on whatever situation, you know, like that is... I think the easiest metric of being able to keep track of how easy it is to move some type of floor price. So, at the, like, you know, if you want to be able to accumulate at X price, you're going to be able to see, okay, well, in order to accumulate at the size that I want, like this is the type of slippage that is potentially there. 
so I think that that's realistically kind of the game theory side of it is it just makes it a little bit easier to understand how the dynamic of accumulating with the least amount of slippage, um, you know, you really can. I, I, I don't really know what to say outside of that is that it just, yeah, provides some type of character to that. And, you know, the other thing I'll say is a lot of people will use it as a metric to say, well, X percent are listed. That shows people have diamond hands and they don't want to get rid of them. Right. And like, you know, that could play into the metric as well. Right. If you're looking deeper and you're trying to spin a narrative around it, there probably is something to that. Um, but yeah, overall, somewhere in between those lines, I don't know if that answers the question. No, I appreciate it. That was definitely a good answer. I know I personally don't, uh, Try to stay away from collections if there's, you know, 10% plus listed. I try to keep it under five if possible. Yeah, man. And, you know, I think those type of collections you'll see a lot of the time with like brand new mints that are overhyped is you'll see that type of massive volume coming in of people that are just kind of looking to get out. I think that whenever you start to get under the 5% metric, you're starting to look at more established projects that have been around for a little while. Um, and where I think that you're looking at like the majority of people and obviously saying only X percent of the people are really looking to actually, you know, pretend. And the other thing too, it's not always an incredibly a- accurate metric because you could have, five percent listed but it could just be one you know a couple huge accounts listing way above floor price and they're not actually anywhere near what the current metric is for the actual floor price itself so i don't know man i think it's a little bit of a trickier metric but i do think that it kind of does have some underlying um takeaways that you can you can jump to as far as the conviction of the holders themselves yeah gotcha i appreciate the answer of course man well, for anybody that missed it, you need to check out their three tweets on the top right now as far as three different giveaways for stunks. We've got the one from Pickle.eat. If you have not given that one any love, check it out. Um, we've got the one from myself with the stunk that I'm going to give away during today's space. And then we've got the one from the legend Pick God himself. Um, that he is also doing as a giveaway for one of his stocks, um, keeping the momentum going for what, you know, what was done for him. And he is going to give that away Christmas Day. So make sure to check out all three of those for the opportunity for some free stocks. So Rooster, I want to hear, man, like, um, now that the the pandas are approaching one ETH, you know, what's next for the pandas? Uh, in terms of the well, I mean they flip they flip sappy seals. Where are they going next? What's the next target? Um it depends on how smooth the the point system is. So Bags has been going on like a space of store pretty much doing about two of them almost every day getting a, a lot of years a lot of new wallets a lot of big wallets um grabbing more as well um so it wouldn't what wouldn't surprise me is to see as we approach the point system coming up in january i believe mid to late january um ones above the floor to be grabbed more so the rare ones and the genesis are gonna you know continue to be probably collected at a slight higher rate because they'll return more of a point um back to the panda so i'd probably you know i'd see still a solid move up there'll probably be a large jump closer to announcement and release date um would expect looking at the chart kind of and OpenSea is not loading for me at this moment. Well, it, but the points reward, like they're not doing it. Like it's not a token, right? Like it's just a legitimate, you know, right? It's just like credit yeah, system. With it. Right, exactly. It's you know, you're not staking or anything. You're not, um, you know, doing anything with your panda. You're just kind of getting credited um, 
these arbitrary tokens essentially that you can use within the ecosystem and apply them towards tickets to some of the events um, and, you know, and more. Uh, so honestly, it wouldn't surprise me to see a move up to like a 1.5 floor uh, within the next month, um, especially at this rate and kind of settle there for a little bit and uh, move up pretty quickly because the ones above the floor will be, you know, continue to be purchased. So we'll have uh, less resistance going through. So yeah, I, I still, I see more upside movement over the next month is uh, pretty much my synopsis. I love it, man. Yeah. I do think it's an interesting thing that he's trying out with that. Um, all right. We've got somebody new on stage, queen money. Welcome up. You want to introduce yourself? Feel free to. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm queen money. I am since two year, two and a half years, um, in the stocks and day trading, uh, trading, day trading just since like less than a year. Um, NFT also, and uh, NFT, I just started in crypto for like a year and a half. And I wanted to tell you that I love you and I following you since my early days. I don't understand everything, <laughs> but it's getting better every day. And I just wanted to tell everyone hello and Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining. That means a lot. I got to ask, how does it feel to introduce yourself to somebody as Queen Money? <laughs> it's a nickname someone gave me once so i don't really think about it anymore you know but uh <laughs> okay so I one of your friends one of your friends outside of twitter gave that nickname to you sorry so one of your friends that's not on twitter gave you that nickname or you know what's what's the origin of it uh he it's pinky was pinky he did it it was the origin. Basically, I wanted a money because my name is Alexis and everyone say, no, that's not good and this and that. So we were just basically two hours discussing about a name and then he came up with Queen Money and that's how it really came up. So not a big, nice story about it. Just like I didn't. I had Alexis before and everyone has a cool nickname, you know, and I thought I want, I want one too. And I don't know even how I got on a money. I just remember G money. But I don't know from where. I think it was a rapper. G Money, G. What was it? I don't know. No, that, uh, <laughs> that is funny, though. You know, I always love asking where everybody's name came from with everything. Because I think it's everybody has such unique names. And it's so interesting hearing the background of it. Because we kind of just adopt them and they become part of our identity part of who we are but then when you say them and hear them out loud like sometimes like when i say cleo i guess cleo kind of is a name you know people say but like it, it feels weird it's not me but you know when i'm here like it is me and same thing with rooster bro like i love rooster's story as well so um I mean, Crow is an easy one to know where it came from. Big Bold Bull, I never got to ask you, man. What What is the story behind Big Bold Bull? Sounds pretty easy. Would love to hear it, though. Well, we'll come back to you later. Until then, we got a brand new person on stage. YGKM, welcome up. How's it going? Thank you for inviting me. Uh, but I, I, don't want, I don't know nothing, so it's better I stay and listen. You know nothing. Okay. Well, you know, we love having you up here. We love the honesty, the openness, just the ability to be candid is what all of this is all about. So thank you very much. By the way, for everybody that is in the crowd, I am going through right now and I am about to look and do the drawing. So that is coming up here in just a little bit for the stock that I'm going to give away. So make sure to tune in just a little bit longer and, you know, you will have that opportunity as long as you've retweeted it and are in here and active. Um, like, that is the criteria. It's that easy. A lumber. Okay, I want to hear the, nick you know, the story behind your nickname. Hello? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you. sorry, gotcha. man. Um, <laughs> when I... I went to college. I 
I went from Oregon to Arizona and I kind of hung out with, I, I wore flannels all the time. And so the people just called me lumber because they thought I was like a lumberjack. Um, so that's kind of how it, you know, that's kind of how it happened, lumber. It's that easy. <laughs> I love pretty much, it, <laughs> not too much. The lumberjack, I like, so did you go as the brawny man for Halloween? Is that something that you've ever <laughs> done before? Um, you know, I've gone as a fat guy before with like, uh, stuffing pillows all in my, in a hobo, but not as a lumberjack yet. I guess there's always next year. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, okay. Well, I've got the announcement for the winner of the stonk giveaway it is kill a crypto 23 kill a crypto 23 i am going to dm you sir um make sure to check that dm get back to me send me your eth address and i will send you the stonk for today's giveaway um welcome to the stonk community if you are new to it if not you know well congratulations on another stonk hundred percent Hundred percent. Okay, so you knew something, YG. Like you've got to know something if you're going to come in and say a hundred percent rather than just dropping the hundred. So we love to hear it. YG at least knows that the giveaway and giving it to Kill a Crypto Twenty Three is a solid thing. <laughs> so with with that, y'all. Um, I don't know what else uh, I'm trying to think what else I've got going on. So I, I'm going to tweet out a thread later. Um, you know, this is off topic a little bit, but you, you guys know I'm partnered with so rare and they're doing something for me where it's completely free competition. Um, I can have up to a hundred people in my private league. And, you know, when you sign up for it, it's a hundred percent free to be able to sign up play. Um, and each week, part of the competition will be, you know, the people, the hundred people that are signed up and that are active and that are playing on that will be eligible to win limited cards, um, which actually do have a secondary market and value. People are trading those right now. And I think it's a pretty fun thing to do as well. So make sure to check that out. I'll, you know, tweet that out a little bit later. I want to give you guys the alpha to make sure you're on the lookout because it is the first hundred people that participate and like I said, I mean, it's completely free, so there's not really much downside with that as well. Um, Beach Dog, what's going on, man? Welcome up to the stage. It's been a minute. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good there. Uh, it was, I, I don't know how long ago it was, but that, that minute you just talked ago, uh, you were the first, I would, uh, Wonky Stonk was the first, uh, first NFT I got into. And I, I won it here in a Spaces. And through through time, I uh, took a chance this summer and and uh, decided to try the NFTs. I chose chose one because it seemed like a, a thing, and uh, paid attention to uh, your words, and uh, ten times it and got out. Shoot, what was it? Uh, Gh uh, uh, got eight NFTs. Wow, I've never even heard of that one, man. But you killed it. Yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I was. Uh, there, there's, a, it, it, there's just so much going on there, and uh, I realized how much. Well, in that space, how much time it literally takes to uh, to be part of that community. Um, it, it was insane. It was a wild ride, but um, that's enough for me. <laughs> There's good and bad and all the things that you learn through going through one of those. But I dove, I dove in and like really became part of the community and observed it and participated in it. And, and uh, it, it, it's, it's insane. Um, it, it, it was an, it's an insane bunch of people over there. And man, I can't even describe in words what the hell I went through. And it was, it was six months long to deal with that. But it's nice to be out, have my normal dog head on my myself again, be my beach dog self, and you know, 
look around at other things. I learned a lot. I learned so much, and it's so hard to say everything that I learned. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty amazing ride. But now I'm here again, and this is wonderful. I love this community because it's chill and informative. Well, I uh, I love hearing that story, though, too, man. I, it, it's pretty awesome because you're one of those guys that, like, even your Doge story with one of the, the plays that you, you said your wife is involved with all of this with you, I think it's really pretty unique and something that I want to aspire to one day. I think that, that side of it, uh, both of y'all sharing that same vision is also really cool. Yeah, it's like it, it's been an amazing ride. We've been t- just totally into this together as a, as a team. In fact, I think it was like this day, like 10 years ago, we bought our very first Bitcoin. And uh, is what a, what a decision that was. Uh, yeah, I mean that's as OG as it gets, man. I know I'm you know, not a big <laughs> account. I I I've appeared on the crypto Twitter, you know, collection, but I'm not a big account. Never really claim it. Did, didn't really want the limelight or anything like that. Uh, so I'm just like this this one of the smaller accounts that cruises along. Still knows all the original OGs. And, uh, you know, it's been a wild, wonderful, crazy, educational, profitable ride. It just can't get much better than this, really. I mean, obviously, profits go up and all that. But the ride itself is just amazing. That's what you love to hear, man. Zach, welcome back. (laughs) Thank you. Good to be back. I saw one of your tweets the other day about uh, NBA Top Shot. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, that was the first NFTs I really invested into. I thought it was a lock being a part of the NBA. Before I knew it, I was down 85% on the portfolio. <laughs> but, uh... Well, I tweeted, I mentioned the Top Shots, but no, the the actual, like, they were part of a thread, I think, that I mentioned with the So Rare collection. Yeah, definitely. from Top Shot. Do you think that's ever going to be able to recover? I'm not worried about the money. At this point, I'm just considering it gone. But do you think they totally botched the opportunities they had? Is it recoverable? I think they botched the momentum side of it where it – I don't know, man. It, it just feels tough for me to see that one truly bouncing back. Um, I Like, there's not much utility behind them either. That's why I'm honestly more bullish on something like so rare – um, because I think that so rare at least has some built-in utility with the cards and you're looking at it from the, um, you know, the gaming perspective of a lot of people that love to play fantasy sports and actually having utility for the cards that you purchase in future years as well, almost kind of like, um, oh, what's it called? Not legacy, um, ah, rooster, help me out here. What is the name of it where you're, where you can hold on to your players in a draft? <laughs> Fantasy um, football? Yeah, fantasy football, where you can hold on <laughs> for the next year. Like, I'm blanking, though, on the name of fantasy football. Of keeper like, League? What it is. What's that? Keeper League? Keeper. Yeah, you can call it a Keeper League. Anyway, so similar type concepts. So I think that's cool. Their biggest struggle, I guess, kind of comes down to the fact that right now there are, I think, well, they've got multiple levels of rarity. You've got the free game, which is cool. You don't roll those players over. Um, for the other leagues, like the limited cards. What were you thinking about Ultimate Team? What's that? Maybe. Were you thinking about Ultimate Team, like in like the Madden games where you'd pick your players? It was called Madden, like Ultimate Team. I mean, maybe. No, not really. I was thinking more (laughs) of like the Keeper League type style. But anyway, but yeah, you know, I think that there is potential with that. But like with the limited cards, they range from like five to, you know, a couple hundred bucks at the peak. For like the top players. Yeah. Um, and you can hold on to those. And it's one of those things. I think that each year they're going to release another 5,000. But as long as the game is able to continue to grow, then there is some type of market that can build up for that. Mm-hmm. And with anything else, I mean, think about trading cards. They're players or you're going to buy that they're going to be absolutely worthless, <laughs> you know, a couple of years down the road, and they're going to be some players that end up increasing. So I think it's one of those things. It's a similar type concept. Um, so I like it. I think it's different than Top Shot. But, you know, at the same time, you never know because everything is still 
kind of a state of flux right now, and that's part of the market. You you can make your best guess, but you're not going to get any guarantees. Um, so Yeah, I definitely yeah. appreciate it. Good answer. Well, y'all, with that, I've got a lot of stuff I've still got to knock out pre-Christmas before the family gets up here. So I just want to say I love you guys. Enjoy today's space. Um, Killer Crypto, you got to DM me back, sir, and I will send you that stock. Congratulations again. And, uh, yeah, one more time, check out Pick God's giveaway and also Pickle's giveaway for chances at stocks still to get on Christmas Day. So with that, um, I will see you guys later. Later, guys. Thanks, Kilio. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy holidays, everybody.